don't know if I'm ready. Am I ready? I don't know if I'm ready. Am I ready? I'm probably ready. <coughs> Are you ready? You got so I'm many ready. noises going on. I have to, I have to get it all. <laughs> Welcome to PHT Cafe. I'm Edwin. This is Danny, my brother. We're real estate brokers in the Orlando, Florida area, and we come to you once a week-ish to uh, talk about real estate and some fun topics. And uh, Danny just got back from a cruise, and he's going to tell us all about it. Go ahead, Danny. Well, it was on a boat, and uh, the boat was on water. Get out of here. And uh, we went to the Bahamas. With the what? The Bahamas. The Bahamas. I don't understand. The Bahamas. Is that the like Bahamas. a place? The Bahamas is a place. And this, nice. ladies and gentlemen, is uh, Florida public schooling for you. For my birthday, Jessica got me the Nintendo Classic. Oh, did, he re- did she really? Yeah, she did. So my problem, with my, my problem with my Super Nintendo Classic is that now I've played video games. And I'm not much of a video gamer. But um, I've, I've played a lot of video games where it's super complex and you have all these different buttons you have like 50 buttons and you have to level up your character and all that crazy stuff and i'm like and i'm I'm decently good at it like i can beat games um right and now i'm playing donkey kong which is literally just forward and one button button. jump or uh or run there's two buttons that you use on donkey kong um it's like the hardest thing i've ever done you're 93 of your i was like four or five years old um and my my older brother um not you the other one uh decided to uh he wanted to trade our Mario Kart game. He traded he it. He traded it for. Are you ready? You're not even ready for this. I don't even know if you're gonna know the game. Shaq Fu. Oh my God! I he, am ready for that. He traded it for Shaq Fu. And that Fu. was the worst game ever. Shaq Fu. Together with the ET for Atari. Yeah. It's like yeah, Shaq Fu. Dude. Sorry, Shaq. So Even he, like the first time he played it, he was like, "I've made a mistake." <laughs> <laughs> what's this? Uh, what's today's topic? Today's topic is how to prepare your home for sale. We briefly went over this in one of the previous episodes on what to do when you're getting ready to sell a home. Today, we're going to dive a little deeper into the topic of preparing the home itself to be appealing to uh, buyers that might come and see it. Cool. Yep. Yep. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to you. Especially because I already knew that this is what we were going to talk about. Here we go. TV TV history. So, um, in today's market, because it's a seller's market, your house will sell. We can sell your house pretty much in any condition. However, if you're trying to get a top dollar and you really want to um, impress and stand out, then there are a few things that you can do or things that you should do um, to get it there, to get those extra bucks in. (laughs) Specifically here in Orlando where you have competition with builders as well. And when people walk into uh, a builder's home, it's like a brand new house and looks perfect. Yeah. When buyers are looking at your home that might be a resale, well, they're, whether they, they do it intentionally or not, they're comparing it to those homes that they've seen if they've seen new homes. So you w- want to make sure that you really put effort into making your home stand out amongst the resale homes. So Especially, no- I would add in, if you're at that price point of where... Uh, new homes start like if you're under the price point of uh, let's throw out for central florida two hundred fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. If you're like below that then you you're not competing too much with the new homes right 
because they they start it. That's like that's like bare minimum um, when starting in Orlando. So if you're above that, then you definitely have the competition of new homes, and people love new homes. Uh, the the first thing that I would recommend that we would recommend to do your to your home is improving your landscape. That's the first thing people see. So you know, cut the grass, obviously, uh, trim those shrubs, plant some nice flowers. It's not very expensive, and I have some sellers in the past that have done that. And I've gotten actual feedback from realtors and other buyers saying, you know what? We really like the fact that when we pulled up, the, the front lawn uh, looked nice and clean. Curb appeal. Curb appeal. Curb appeal. That's huge. It is appeal from the curb. <laughs> <laughs> so another thing you can do is uh, declutter the home. Clutter is a killer. And again, it's because... When somebody walks into your home, they're trying to put themselves in the mindset of this is my house. Yep. So if you have personal stuff all over the place and it's messy and it looks crazy, it's really hard for them to uh, to be able to put themselves in your shoes. Yep. To visualize uh, themselves living in that home. That. He said that way better. To visualize themselves living in that home. We had somebody who... Um, had like a box that they would use where they would put a bunch of crap in it when somebody was coming over. Clean, clean up your home. Yes. The surfaces. I wanna, I wanna say duh. Yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> not to, not to alienate those of you who are like, whoa, I should clean. But I mean, come on. Yeah. You're trying to sell the house. Uh, as far as decorating goes, um, something that really helps a lot is just toning down color right away. Uh, again, we will sell your house anyway. However, when you're trying to help that buyer get into the mindset, you know, if just because you like bright purple walls doesn't mean everybody's going to like Correct, it as yeah. well. And when they're trying to visualize themselves in the house, believe it or not, things like that bother people. Yep. Even though they can just go buy paint and repaint it. Yeah, it's, like a, that. it's a mental obstacle they have to get past. Exactly. So you want to eliminate as, as many of those as possible. Yep. You want to be appealing to as many as you can. Also, another kind of duh one <laughs> is eliminate odors. If you have pets, a lot of times pets leave odors behind. Vacuum those carpets again to get rid of that odor. If you have mm -hmm. a cat, put that litter away, put it in the backyard or put it in the garage somewhere or, to gather the odor. Or, or train your cat to use the toilet. I've synced it. I I've synced it. I know. Train your cat to use the toilet. One wonderful party favor. Yeah, if you have people seriously. over, you'd be like, you guys got to come see this <laughs> And then you take them to the bathroom and the cat flushes the toilet and everything. Bananas. That's insanity. <laughs> well, you got it. You got it. And then you don't have to worry about putting the litter box because you don't have a litter box. Yeah. I, I would say if that is a possibility, go with that one. Go with that one, yeah. And it, if, you're, if you are going to try to odorize the home, use very light scents. You yeah. Know, maybe bake some cookies. Everybody likes cookies. But don't use any of those repugnant or really strong odors. Repugnant? You like that? Mmm. Mm. Look at him. Rock and roll. Somebody used their word of the day toilet paper so today. I, I, I turned 30 years old a few days ago. Mm. I did. I turned 30. I'm That's 30. right. I turned 30. My last 20s, time you guys saw him, he was in his 20s. I was in my in 20s last time you saw me, and now I'm in my 30s. Wow. I'm just a, a new baby 30-year-old. Now he's, yeah. <laughs> he's a new baby 30-year-old, and I'm like an older 30-year-old. Yes, if that's what you call 40. <laughs> he's like, ooh, I didn't want them to know. <laughs> Um, I feel, I feel awesome. I feel awesome. 30, I feel like 30 is going to be a good decade for me. 20 was also so a good too. decade. I really like my life right now.
So it's and I feel like I just started like a whole new chapter of my life. What was with with going into business with you, and I feel like it's a really good. Let's wanna, do it. Let's call it chapter three. Chapter three. I think chapter three is 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 the rock and roll chapter. So if if get 30, ready, guys. If thirty had a hand gesture, it'd be this. Yes, this is us. This is us right now. What are the things that you can do to uh, prep the home quickly, easy, and cost effectively? Right now, when it comes to putting some money behind it, we also have some options for things like that. So, like he said before, the kitchen. The kitchen is one of the most scrutinized places in the house. It absolutely. Is, absolutely. So if you had a little bit of money and you wanted to, I would personally say, and I think you would agree, mm -hmm. put it into the kitchen. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. up, updating 100%. the kitchen, making it uh, more aesthetically modern. People are all about this countertop. I'm telling you. Backsplash. Is backsplash a, is, a, is thing. a huge thing. Yeah. It's big yeah. You put backsplash, which is just uh, for those of you who don't spend 90 hours watching HGTV, backsplash mm -hmm. is just uh, tiles that go between the cabinets and the countertop on the back wall of the kitchen. Kitchen kitchen is number one in a lot of people's eyes when they choose a home. The bathroom? Bathroom, bathroom that's Pe number two, yeah. yeah. Master bathroom. Master bathroom. Because you know, that's where, um, that's where a lot of thought and alone time, precious, beautiful <laughs> time is spent. As far as functionality goes, the two things that people look at a lot are your roof and the air conditioner. 100%, every single buyer I've ever worked with has asked me what the age of the AC is and what the age the of roof. the roof is. Now, it doesn't mean you have to replace it, right? You don't have to replace it. You know, if you don't have the money to do it, you can't do it, that's fine. But just be prepared when you get an offer in the future, you might get offers asking for that contingency of you to cover the, the cost of replacement. Mm -hmm. um, something else that you can consider doing if your home is vacant. Um, we've sold homes where the family's already moved to the the location where they're where they're relocate, relocating to and their home is now vacant and sometimes when a person a family walks into a vacant home it doesn't feel as homey it doesn't feel as as you know as comfortable or as cozy as they would like so sometimes what we recommend or suggest to our to our sellers is to to spend some money and stage the home and staging just means put some someone else's furniture you know nice furniture so it could look more like someone's living there um, and and that can range in price depending on the, the value of the home. But I think that's something that helps a lot for the people to feel like, okay, this can be a home and not just an empty a vessel of a home. If you, guys, um, if you guys have any other questions when it comes to this topic, feel free to ask us. Leave a comment, Facebook uh, or YouTube. It's all good. And as always, don't forget to snip our snaps. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Man, I really gotta pee. Bye. Bye. Just like guys, you <laughs> gotta you gotta go see.